Dan's Driving Double Feature presents 70s Friends of Frankenstein, episode 47. This is a minute-by-minute podcast, or it was at one time, covering Blackenstein and Frankenstein 80. And this episode, we're starting with Frankenstein 80 and then going to Blackenstein. Uh, We started minute-by-minute, then we're going to do five minutes at a time. Now we are officially going to uh, ten minutes to wrap up the podcast. So in this and we're doing that with the other two, Howling 2 and 7-2, and Spooky Men Spent in a Ghost House. So we can kind of shoot along. Both of these are under uh, 90 minutes. So there will be two episodes left. This is the penultimate episode of this podcast. And we'll be covering minutes 71 through 80 of Frankenstein 80 and Blackenstein. Remembering that we start on the German Blu-ray of Frankenstein 80. We start 10 seconds in. So we're actually starting at... What are we? What are we at here? Seventy minutes and ten seconds, and then Blackenstein will be seventy minutes and forty seconds because of text uh, at the beginning of the um, the movies when you hit play. So um, we left off Frankenstein eighty with uh, they're looking for the monster it just killed the stripper, and now the cops are driving around trying to find it because I guess within like two days or so, its brain is going to completely reject the body. So they're trying to find it before it kills many more people. But let us. Let, listen to this for a moment. Meet having a sip of tea, and then uh, I'll talk about Frankenstein 80. Doot, doot. Doot, doot. Doot, doot, Yeah. I like that little, little, uh, little bit of music. And then the doodle 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 music begins to play here at the end. What, what I actually did was, um, the, uh, the German thingy here, it's 1 hour, 29 minutes, tw- 21 seconds, and we're starting at the 10 second mark. I just went up to one twenty twenty one, So we have 9 minutes left for the final episode. That, that, that extra 10 seconds was just mostly a cop car driving by and taking a turn onto like a highway or something like that, and then it ended with Mosaic, who's got some really big scars and such on his head, and one leading right down to his eyeball and another below his eyeball. He doesn't look great. He's kind of sharp in his, in his, like with his tie and suit on or whatever, but actually looks maybe more like a corpse walking. Um, dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. R- really all this minute is is just an excuse to show two more people get killed sort of violently and show a bunch of blood um and it's it's funny they um the uh the second person who gets killed is yeah a guy watching uh apparently the international grand prix um and there's like maybe like 40 people in the crowd <laughs> it can't have been that great that's one of those grand prix where they um uh, most of the track is like off in the distance, so it's like every every few seconds, a car shoots by, goes around a corner, and then goes off to another place. And I thought that seems a little dull. I mean, they could, you would think they'd have maybe try to get screens or something with like cameras from the other parts, so they can see the the, the cars when they go into the other parts. Because I don't think they can see beyond the main track right there, which is too bad. But yeah, the guy goes in the bathroom, and you know it isn't don't open till Christmas, but it's it's pretty gory. He gets his head slapped against the wall, and then you see him later on the ground. And apparently, yeah, Mosaic is just standing there in the. Ma- I mean, maybe he had to use the can. Maybe that's what it was. The the guy does try to get into the stall, but can't get in. Kind of gives it a eh, look. So maybe he um he was legitimately using the can. He doesn't like this fact that this guy tried to get in, and he's thinking, "Well, I'm glad I locked it, or he would have walked right in." As I was sitting around here taking a big mosaic style thingy, I'm not going to say it. So so um so yeah, so he kills the guy in the bathroom there, and um they're all the same person. The um. 
the the stripper, the exotic dancer, the bum in the car dump. I like that. That's not a junkyard. It's a car dump. I guess that's German, right? A German junkyard. That junkyard is kind of cool. I like that. It, it's funny. Um, Yeah, it was like, like five minutes before we're watching the bum eat his sandwich and drink his fun wine out of that. What kind of wine is that? Or, or booze is that in that? I mean, it's um, suppose it's really cheap ones, isn't it? That he's drinking out of that, that fun container he's drinking it out of. And he has some kind of sandwich, maybe an egg salad sandwich or something. He's munching away on it. We keep getting close-ups of his face, you know, in high def. Of course, he looks gorgeous. And I thought, we didn't get close-ups this close of the exotic dancer. Why are we getting close-ups of the dirty bum in the junkyard? And again, it, it, it's funny that, um, you know, it seems to be implied that in the same, I think in the same night, it's implied that the exotic dancer is killed and then the bum is killed. But then there's got to be a huge amount of time right there's at least some time in between like when an international grand priest i mean that must be let's say like noon the next day so what how many hours have passed um six hours seven eight nine ten something hours now i don't expect them to find the killer if there was just the one person murdered but what about the guy in the car dump i suppose though if it's a huge junkyard the the thought of finding one random guy way out there might take some time especially if you're not looking for him um, and then, of course, at the end of it, there's a couple in a car, and they're in sort of that space where we saw all the prostitutes hanging out earlier in the movie, and that one took Mosaic away. And Mosaic seems to be walking towards it. It seems to be a very well-lit little foresty area. So there's a couple couple uh, older gentlemen, and a, not, not a young woman, but a, a, not an older woman, old woman, um, about to have a little make-out session in the car in that space. And Mosaic is approaching slowly as other cars are driving around. We see the inspector talking. We see the inspector and the other two cops. And we're not going to go home tonight and driving around and constant updates. And on the news, we're getting updates and everyone's getting updates. And the reporter is on the phone with Dr. Frankenstein's uh, niece there. And then at the, in the end, he's, he's giving her some very nice, sweet little kisses as they're standing there talking. And I mean, I figured if they said, what was it, like 36 to 48 hours or something? Or was it 72 like two, two, three days max before his um, it could take up to two, three days or something before his brain would go. It's been about a day, at least a day, right? I mean, because now it's nighttime again at the end. So we went through an entire day. We just have to. Um, it does just seem kind of random. But I mean, he goes from the exotic dancer to the junkyard to the Grand Prix, and now he's back at that spot where he picked up the prostitute earlier on when it maybe his body and brain were going to go better than they are now possibly i'm not sure i mean my first thought was he's in a place with cars car parts and car tires and and the shells of cars and that led him to the grand prix which i love it when you see it because it's like oh yeah at first my thought was oh it's just morning practice or something because i only see like 10 people in the crowd but then a little later you're like oh, okay maybe 30 maybe 40 people in the crowd and then yeah, today at the international grand prix oof, they really don't care about uh, racing too much i guess in germany I, I do like to the um when our guy who gets killed in the bathroom is walking towards the bathroom you know everyone is kind of as he's walking by everyone's kind of looking down towards the racetrack except for one tall man that he passes by who is determinedly faced away from him and the racing and staring in another direction completely i like you'll know him when you see him if you go watch him like what's that guy looking at what what was what were his directions or were there any directions i mean they probably just snuck in and sneaked in and 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 just um 
<laughs> set up a camera somewhere. It's probably hidden in someone's lunchbox or something like that. So then he gets killed in the bathroom. Yeah, we went over all. Yeah, that's that's about it, really. It's just um, two more killings, and it's weird with the um. The the, 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 the the car dump one, the way it is, he sits down to eat some of his sandwich. It looks pretty yummy, and he has a little sip of his drink. And then he hears noise and dogs barking, so he gets up and moves away. And then he sits down, he's eating again, and then all of a sudden, Mosaic's right there! You know, it was like I was I was um, in in the latest uh, Spooky Minute spent in a ghost house. I was talking about the scene in Ghost House where Martha is running from the house caretaker through the graveyard. And she can run really well, and she's pretty nimble. You see her like leap over a gravestone at one moment, and and the um, the the caretaker guy has like a sickle, and he's barely able to move. It looks like one of his legs is just completely stiffed up, or or he just can't. You know, he's like like I said, he's doing a stay together cheeks or something. And yet somehow, after about two minutes of running around, and him losing her, not being able to find her, and her running and running, she like winds up hiding in a bush like six feet away from him, and that's there you go you know he he gets up he gets up from the spot in the junkyard where he hears all the noise he goes to a spot where he doesn't hear any noise and yet that's where the um source of the noise is and it kills him uh, and i love mosaic's pretty he's he's pretty unhappy it's a it's a, I'm, I'm, it's, it's a wonder that he isn't I mean, I can see in the middle of the night him not going on. That at first, when he killed the the exotic dancer, I thought he was being specific. He was he likes ladies, and he, because he he gropes her a bit after killing her. Um, I say that as if that's just the normal thing that we all do. No, that's it's gross. Um, but but then he kills the bum, and then he kills this guy just randomly in in the stall. And the funny thing is, as the guy goes into the restroom there's another guy peeing there who leaves so it's like why didn't mosaic kill that guy was there was there a reason behind this no there isn't any reason behind it they're just they're just stringing together just a series of killings with some gore and violence as the movie's winding down and um i do love that he like picks up an engine block or something like that drops it on the head of the bum that's too bad that's too bad. He, um, the bum is bundled up pretty good. He does have his bottle of wine. He does have a very nice looking sandwich. And I thought, I guess, I guess, I mean, like within street, like with street trash, you know, if you're gonna, if you're gonna sort of have that happen, maybe somewhere where there are just all these, these shells of the cars where you can, you know, climb into a car and, re- and there's maybe a truck back there. You could climb into the back of a truck. And if it's a huge junkyard that covers acres of land and it's, it's sort of packed in, I'm thinking of like the, not just the street trash one, but say the Nightmare on Elm Street one or even the one in um, Pulp Fiction, you know, you, you're going into the junkyard and you, you got some space and I mean, someone will find you eventually, but um, it might be nice if you can just get yourself comfortable, get into a I'm not saying I'm going to do that this evening, but um, I'm saying we can find a huge junkyard, maybe, maybe auto graveyard, auto car dump. Uh, spending the evening, I'm, I'm making this sound like a, a lovely, lovely. Th- I think I'm thinking of street trash, the way they have the everything decked out in street trash. Um, but uh, I'm just gonna stop. I'm just gonna stop talking. That's Frankenstein 80. That's 10 minutes. So we're on the last nine minutes of Frankenstein 80, and then it's going to Blackenstein, where um, Ms. DeMilo is singing her song with the trio behind her. Yeah. Finally, we get some full-on rampage. More or less. We we see him out um, near the nightclub with um, 
I, I don't, I've suddenly forgotten the guy's name. The, the comedian Andy C. And he kills a couple. And then he's back at the, uh, at the house. And it seems like everything's going, everything goes very quickly in this minute in a way that it didn't go quickly throughout the entirety of the the story he goes out he kills the people he comes back the cops show up with Andy C they're talking to him he goes back home he kills Malcolm who's trying to assault uh, Winifred which I, I can't you know can't be said that that's um odd that that's happening I think we knew that he was going to probably do something like that but we maybe hope that he didn't but he's trying to and where's Dr. Frank during this, he shows up a little later, and he's got this, that that staircase that's just huge. I mean, how many, I guess there's some high ceilings on the first floor, huh? It's a big thing, the high ceilings, high ceilings. Does it have high ceilings? Yeah, and then he goes after Winifred and ends up killing Dr. Frank, and uh, the the police show up at the, at the Dr. Frank's house, and then it all ends with a bit of weirdness where um, you see a... Um, a young lady like getting I want to say it looked like a jeep but then I thought it was a dune buggy and it won't start and all of a sudden the monster shows up and grabs her and the 10 minute section ends with with her being um, well with him at the top of the corner slowly walking towards somewhere or other and uh, I think we get to see that, that, that one of those places he wandered by early on those extra, the extra footage from the um uh, the extended version one of some of the stuff he just walks by finally we sort of see him in there when the cops are sort of surrounding the place um, and uh, yeah we'll see we'll see what happens I mean yeah it occurs to me we've we've less than seven minutes left for the next one but, but it, is, it is nice I mean yeah um, I, I don't is it, it it isn't Eddie the whole time or it isn't is it Joe DeSue it isn't that actor the whole time because the scene because he, he kills the two other patients, the German guy and then the, the older woman. And the, the German guy tries to fight back and fails, and the older woman is kind of like at the foot of the, at the top of the staircase. And she, boy, you know, it must have been tough to get some of these I mean, if the patients have to go all the way up those stairs, I mean, those stairs are incredible. Have you seen the head of the heaven? I look at that. I mean, that's a huge friggin' staircase. Oi. Uh, but, but when that woman gets killed and she gets strangled, Look, look at the face of the monster. That doesn't look like Joe DeSue, does it? It looks like someone else. Sort of with, the, with like, dark makeup on their face and that goofy, uh, squared-off Afro wig thing <laughs> that I just love. You see a lot of them. If you, if you, you know, we spent much of the movie going, when's Blackenstein going to show up? When's he going to show up? And now he's here and he's all over this, the batch of minutes, and he's just, he's just super watchable. You can just stare at him because he looks so odd. Yeah, we're kind of, like I said, we kind of jump around here, go sort of all over the place. And Winifred does say when she sees Dr. Frank after he kills Mal Malcolm, tries to shoot Eddie. I found that interesting that, you know, Eddie gets shot several times and it doesn't seem to affect him at all. Would that really sort of work with, like, the DNA or the RNA or whatever it is they did to Eddie? Like, the would that work? Like, make him invulnerable to bullets? You wouldn't think that would, but I guess it did. So there, I'll stop talking about it. But yeah, um, poor Winifred. She, it's it's weird. There, um, there are a lot of boobs in this um, ten minutes scene. The um, the woman, uh, there, there's a woman with huge hair and her boyfriend like out in an alley, and it looks like they were making out, but now they're not. And he's they're mad at each other, and so he rips her top off, and then he tries to fight the monster, but gets killed, and then she gets killed, and then immediately cuts the monster like. 
lifting out her guts and just like going, sounds like he's having a really great time looking at her guts and stuff. And but I mean, it really looks like you know they just drop some blood and guts on top of her stomach and he's moving it around. And then there's that weird final shot of her as you hear the and you, you see her face and she's dead. And there's like it looks like a piece of like um, some sort of like bologna loaf or something covered in like blood has been laid down on her chest it looks it looks a little weird and then combine that with the uh, the odd blocking of when she she's in the like the background was shot up against the wall and in the foreground the monster strangling her boyfriend he throws the boyfriend to the ground the boyfriend hits the ground and faces sort of away from us the monster is looking down at the boyfriend he turns turns all the way around faces the gal begins to approach the gal and then the next shot is him stepping over the, the boyfriend who was behind him not in front of him so that was a little odd I had to watch it a second time and thought yeah something's gone wrong there with the um I get the feeling sometimes that um I know William Levy he did Skate Town USA which is competently directed and is fun and he did Hellgate which is also competently directed um this one it seems like maybe he's learning what's up because or or maybe or maybe again, I, I could. It's it's tough to tell. Sometimes you can you can spot one of the shots and go, oh, that's one of the insert home video version shots. Sometimes you can't quite. And I couldn't quite tell during um, that moment. Like did something just go wrong in the ad? I mean, like like with Andy C when he sits down to smoke a cigarette. There's a close up of him smoking the cigarette, and um, uh, that that's not in the theatrical. The theatrical is basically he steps out, starts smoking the cigarette. He sees the shadow of Blackenstein and gets up and runs away and he just kind of his mouth drops his eyes open real wide and he just goes huh at, at it as it it looks like he's actually kind of watching it go by but he when he tells the, he tells the police officer that he just saw a 15 foot shadow and he ran away he didn't stop so I don't know why he felt like he had to not mention the monster at the other end of it but oh Eddie oh Andy C and uh and dc so yeah that's that's about it for this minute uh, malcolm is dead i think dr frank is dead. he kind of he tries to um when uh, eddie eddie won't blackenstein won't, won't kill winifred it is funny he's been in that house several times and clearly he's he's left and come back left and come back at least three times before this but this time he decides to kill everybody i don't know why i guess it's malcolm doing his thing to win a friend and how does he get in the house because it's like he approaches the house and he's outside the house and he doesn't look like he can get in but then suddenly he's you know he's gone up this huge staircase and and it's not like winifred isn't screaming she's just saying get off me get off me get off me so the fact that he is able to hear that all the way up those steps super hearing add that to the rna or the dna whatever the hell it is super hearing so that's um I'm trying to think of anything else with this. Yeah, poor Dr. Frank kind of... He's pushed towards some of the strict fan equipment, falls to the ground behind a like a um, hospital gurney thing or whatever they're called that has a sheet over it so you can't see the other side of it. And all these sparks fly up in the air and the monster leans over him like it's going to help him or grab him or strangle him, but it doesn't work out. So, And poor Malcolm is awkwardly picked up in the air and strangled and the monster's rampage and although honestly yeah like i said it doesn't look like he's actually killing the young woman he's um he's taking wherever so we'll see how this goes yeah because we'll be back uh next episode will be the final episode of 70s friends of frankenstein covering the last nine minutes of frankenstein 80 in the last seven minutes or it's actually a little under seven six and a half i think of blackenstein so join me won't you and be good to yourself 
Listen to this. 